It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Happy New Year's, everyone. Welcome back to Tony's Podcast, and I'm your host, Tony Falls. But I'm going to get into today's episode right after this intro. Good day, good night, and good morning to everyone who's listening today and for this episode of Tony's Podcast for the NFL. NFL season is over! But before I get into the ending for the NFL season is over thing, let me just say, because I was supposed to do this weeks ago, but, you know, I was having some difficulty issues with my freaking Wi-Fi and so forth, and I didn't know a way to do a freaking recording, but I did not... I really didn't want to miss up on this topic. Even though I know it's old now, and everyone knows the results in this, but I mean, it's only fair for me to give all my take out on this. For the Super Bowl, that is. I will have to admit, and I will have to say, that this Super Bowl was probably one of the best Super Bowls I have ever seen in a very, very long time. Everything was picture-framed perfect, bro. Like, Rams win the Super Bowl, well-deserved, great team effort. I got to respect Cincinnati Bengals. They made it far. I got to respect them. Like, take or say what you want with Joe Burrow and whatever. This man came from getting the most sack of any quarterback in a single season and still managed to go to the playoffs and still managed to go against the Chiefs and still managed to go to the Super Bowl. And almost what? No, bro. This is something that you you don't you don't see this you don't see this ever. You you will never see this like ever happening ever again in history. And now with the Rams, oh my goodness! I am very glad that they won for multiple different reasons. One, um, <laughs> they had coach. Is the youngest head coach to win a Super Bowl in history. They have the youngest head coach to win a Super Bowl in history. That is something you can't take take away from them. They got Matthew Stafford. This is Matthew Stafford's first Super Bowl. His first season from a different team. You know? And I've always been saying, telling people for a little while, like Detroit will always draft the Best set of people in the... They, they will draft the best set of people for their team, but for some reason, they don't know how to utilize them. By the way, the coach I was referring to was Sean McVay. Congratulations to him. The youngest head coach to ever live right now, to ever win a Super Bowl. That probably be the best 
We really haven't seen him in a long time. I can't wait to see some more Sean McVay, what he's going to cook up for next season. Yo, I would say Matthew Stanford is well-deserved for a Super Bowl ring. The most well-deserved quarterback to definitely win that Super Bowl ring, for sure. Not the fact that he beat Brady. It's the fact that when he's with Detroit, all them years he's spending wasting time with Detroit, like, because Detroit didn't really want to let him go. And for good reasons, too, because he's a great quarterback. Good comeback quarterback, well-experienced. He knows what he go up against. By the way, do you know that he threw to two wide receivers for more than 1,900 yards? He's the only quarterback in history that does this, too. To, to pass to a wide receiver for more than 1,900 yards in a single season. He did it twice. He did it with Kevin Johnson in the Detroit, and he did it with Cooper Cup in the Rams. So, as dynamic and fantastic as this, I will be seeing more of Matthew Stafford for sure. Like, he definitely deserved it because he needed this little shine, you know what I mean? And on the top of all it, congrats to big, um, Odell Beckham Jr. <laughs> now, the haters definitely got hate now because, you know, he was getting the hate on for a little while. Like, oh, he shouldn't have never left from the Giant. The Giants is the best team. He's too arrogant and this and that. Well, and now they put him on, on the Browns, and the Browns didn't do so good with him. He was with his best friend, Jarvis Landry. What happened to that? What happened to that chemistry where they had there and what and what's not, whatever the case may be? Hey, things don't work on all sorts of teams. You know what I'm saying? It'll always have to be that one particular team you would probably be really good at. And with the right coach at the right time, you know, things could change. Not everyone could coach particular good players. You know what I'm saying? Like, everyone have, everyone coaching style is, is a bit different. That's what you have to understand, too. Like, if your coach tells you you have to run this particular route, even though you're sort of good in doing this kind of route or, or so forth, whatever the case may be, or when it's time for you to play, and, you know what I mean? It's, it's all kind of stuff that have to be going on with uh, certain particular players depending on what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? So, you can't really, like, just say, like, oh, this guy was bad and he just got lucky because he's with the rounds. Well, he was just with, with the right quarterback, with the right coach at the right time. And, bang, look at him now. You know he got injured during the game. But I felt as though he could have been MVP if he didn't get hurt. Because... Cooper Cup coming the last second in that fourth quarter of that game, and bang, you save every freaking one. Because I was like, dude, what's going on? Why is Stafford not playing his, using his best um, receiver? You know what I'm saying? Like, Cooper Cup is one of, one of the hardest wide receivers to really guard. Why do you think he, he up over 1,900 yards in a single season? Second most high. Could have been number one if he um, played that game better when he's... Um, Going up against, uh, which team it was, which team it was I'm um, um, going against? I think it was Cardinals when they played during the season. He could have gotten more yardage out of that, but, you know, things has happened. But anyways, with that being said, Cooper Cup is MVP, by the way. Which, and I think it could have, it should have been Aaron Donald, but that was a debate. Um, I mean, everyone uh, done discussed about that or whatever, but I feel as though, Aaron Donald, in my opinion, Aaron Donald definitely for sure supposed to get like MVP because he was definitely on fire the fourth quarter. Like he was like, uh 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 uh. No, I did not come this far the second time and get beat from this guy. 
This guy never been in the, the playoffs before, and he's here one shot Super Bowl. Like, huh? No, 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 no. We've been here for a while. I've been here for a couple on um, playoffs, and I've been trying my best, my best, playing as one of the best offensive player ever. Aaron Donald right now probably be is more of a destructive defensive player than maybe Ray Lewis or even Lawrence Taylor. The amount of socks and tackles he could do in disruption and causing for interceptions, because trust me now, Jalen Ramsey right there, mm-hmm. with Jalen Ramsey on out there, he's definitely doing good. But there was a particular play that uh, it was arguably should have been a pass interference when uh, Joe Boris a pass up ball to uh, T. Higgins for that touchdown. They were saying, what? This is the best cornerback in the league, and he's falling down like that? Do it. If you watch that clip very perfectly, you would see that he was actually he actually got pushed. That's why he fell down the way he did. Not that he was trying to catch the ball and he fell and he tripped on himself. No, no, no. If you look at it very carefully, he actually got pushed. And that should have been a pass interference. But it was no penalty flies. They stayed um flag him a touchdown. So, well, it is what it was with that one. But guess what? The defense was all over the place. Jones, Donald, Miller, and and, and Kebler, they was dominating that whole friggin' offense. They was it was making sure, hey, we did not come here for nothing. I have to say, Bengals didn't come there for nothing either. That's a great team. Like I would be very scared to see them next season. That's how scary they look. They beat, listen to me, Bengals beat the Chiefs twice. One in the regular season and one in the playoffs. I actually had it for Chiefs to beat them in the playoffs because I'm like, you know, anyone can lose during the season game, you know what I'm saying? That's like the number one seeded team. At least Bengals knocked them off being the number one seeded after their game, which gave Titans that uh, number one seed seeded instead. And and guess who played the Titans? Bro, the Bengals. The Bengals beat the best in the AFCs. They beat the Raiders. Where he is. They beat Titans. Where he is. They beat the Chiefs. Almost where he is. They nearly win the Super Bowl, by the way. If it wasn't for that touchdown. If it wasn't for that touchdown. Bengals would have went. That's why Aaron Donald's defense was all over the place to make sure this ball wasn't getting passed, it wasn't getting run down, nothing. It was picture frame perfect for this for this game. And also another thing that I would like to say about this uh, Super Bowl event. Oh my god. The halftime performance. I don't care what no one say. That's the best halftime performance. I've ever seen. Even a one from Michael Jackson, Beyonce, and Bruno Mars, and whoever. I don't care. That was literally, hands down, the best halftime show I've ever seen. They bring all the OGs. They bring. It's like you know they they bring that 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 nineties that nineties thing again, man. Like back in the nineties, they really had like soul back then, that energy. You know what I'm saying? With all them rapping and whatnot. 
Like rapping was rapping back then. You know what I'm saying? The 90s and the early 2000s. Rapping was rapping back then. Like these days rapping, I'll be honest, it suck. Only one or two good rappers out there right now I can probably call. And that'll probably be it. I thought it was just going to be Travis Scott and maybe 50 Cent. Because I did heard 50 was going to be performing too. But when they added Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Michael J. Blige? Huh? I was like, but what kind of hard type of show this is? And they play all the bad boy tunes. I'm like, mother freeze. These, these songs was it back then, right? Like, these songs would bring these rappers and singers way at today. It was like, boy, I can't believe I live back in the park. Like, yo, every song to pull up, I was right there singing, dancing. Like, I was, I was, I was... Like, even though where I was um, watching the uh, Super Bowl game, like I said, I'm bored, you know. I live in, in, in a very uh, hostile area in a way, but... But anyways, I did find a way where I could watch the game and still have fun. And when they was playing these songs and performing, like, yo, I was feeling it, man. I was like, this is what I was missing for a long time. Like, bro... This is what they should have been doing for a little while now, bro. Because these songs we you hearing nowadays, it's like, it's boring. Like, you know what I'm saying? Not just say that white people don't got no taste, but, you know, these songs don't resonate with most people. You know what I'm saying? Most people who really watch football is usually older heads from the 80s, 90s, and maybe the early 2000s. Now and nowadays, you probably get some younger um, NFL fans or whatnot. But, you know, primarily, the true fans are the ones who, like, Born in the nineties era, eighties era, um, 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 early two thousand era, because this, because these are the most of the people who always talk to. Only talk to the old older people, especially when they want to know more stuff about history and so forth and whatnot. They're the only group of people I usually talk with. I probably think the old most most few people from my generation really talking about sports in a historical way. Because I like to look back on tapes where, you know, where you're seeing, like, old heads of, you know, um, uh, players like the great Barry Sanders, uh, Michael Irvin, Emmett Smith, uh, 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 um, Marshall Folk, Drew Bledsoe, you know what I'm saying? You watch it, I watch it, like, old players back in the day. Even coaches like Kurt Warner and from, from now, from now, from, from the, um, Philadelphia Eagles, Don Marino for sure, I, I've been watching a lot of his tapes, and also Larry Zonka, I, I know most people haven't heard that name in a very long time, you know what I'm saying, I know like my old, old day um, period time, and that's where my audience feels that they build around with, because I do like the history side of football, and also the update side, because they show that how much that football has changed during the course of times of each decade, you know what I'm saying? Players is a little bit more smaller, short, and less, and was slower back then. It could, to compare that now, it's extremely competitive. It's really hard as a football player in this kind of era. You got to be much faster than than than, than the previous um, um draft picks of last season. You got to be much stronger. You got you got to be everything. You got to be at least more smarter in a way. The see is a lot of elements added to in football right now that. Most people are really missing out because they just think that like, football is just football and they just like freak athletes. But if you really see the kind of work all these guys got to do 
from today's um era from back then you realize like bro the football they had to do especially the harder they got that sort of kind of protection back then because also it was a violent time too now because certain tackles and stuff like that used to put people in a hospital in fact there were certain illegal tackles that you can't do today because it could might send someone in a wheelchair forever you know what i'm saying like yeah it was very dangerous back then too and the good thing like we get it a bit more safer in a way because it's very easy to get injured in football very easy i don't care what no one say like we also want to talk about like um i also want to talk about um uh, Cleveland Browns, because so I'm not sure if this is the fan side or this is just the media just trying to you know spend something more. Because I know the media just trying to like to say shit just to get people to really listen to them and see them more, make them feel a certain way because they feel them kind of type of way. You know what I'm saying? Like they talking bad about our uh, Baker Mayfield, but oh, they might just should trade him soon or whatnot and put in Case Keenan and, and whatnot. Bro, listen. Let me tell you something about Baker Mayfield right now that most of y'all probably don't remember. This was the first freaking quarterback that made Browns look like they had a light at the end of the tunnel. Because the last 20 years, Browns never seen playing off playoffs ever. And they win a playoff game with Baker Mayfield. Because one year, because of the next year, he's getting injured a lot now. And, you know, it's time to take a toll, toll. Because, you know, like I say, football is a very tough sport. They really stay healthy, stay healthy in. Because, to me, this is the most injured sport in the world. It's, trust me, it's very easy to get injured and sit down for, for weeks and whatnot and come forth. It's hard to stay in good condition there, too, sometimes, too. But, you know, it's like y'all forget all of a sudden that Baker did this. Y'all forget that y'all like Johnny Manziel. What kind of freaking freak show that was? What kind of atro- atrocity that was? Huh? Oh. I mean, like, how many freaking um, um, quarterbacks they had? Oh, I even I remember Deshaun Kaiser. To me, Kaiser kind of showed somewhat of promise, but I don't think they did build Kaiser up with certain receivers like that. Other than they having Josh Gordon. And, you know, Josh Gordon always getting kicked out for, like, drugs. You know? It's like, you play for the good five, six games, then when you get, like, drug testing and they see that he's tested positive for marijuana and they suspend him and he's got to come back for the next season and make sure you do good, you know. They even ruined George Gordon career in, in a way, too, because of that. And my thing is this. For a guy who smokes, he plays very good. I don't think most people even notice that. You know what I'm saying? George Gordon is a guy... Even though you smoke, he could perform. It's like he ain't slow, he ain't bad. It's like he could play his game. He just have a bad habit. And probably like maybe later on in the future where they probably might allow that, you know. Because if you really look at Josh Gordon them tapes, he was actually pretty good. In my in my eyes. I didn't really know he was smoke until the media says that they suspend him for marijuana. Because he's tested positive for marijuana in the system or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So, y'all really got to look out. You know, as, at least as fans, I'm not sure if this the fans really feeling this kind of way. Or that's just the media just trying to spin on something just to get a talk out there. You know? And make people feel as though, like, we could get rid of this guy and just keep Case Keenum. 
And also, I also want to say something too with Case Keenan. You know, Minnesota deserve what happened to them this season. In fact, for what they are happening to them right now. Minnesota could have been far further in life if they can't keep Case Keenan. What they traded him for for Kirk Cousin for, I don't even freaking know. Have you ever seen Kirk Cousin in a playoff game? No. I never see Kirk Cousin in a playoff. And this is what they traded him for? You traded a guy who carried Minnesota to the freaking playoff. In fact, to the NFC National the, the NFC Championships. Who does that? And that was from Minnesota. Because of he lost to the Philadelphia Eagles, and that's when that's when Nick Foles and then went in for the Super Bowl too. Case Keenan was also a backup for the Minnesota, but look what he did. Foles was a backup. Look what he did. Backup versus backup, but the best backup just win. You know? It is what it is. And Minnesota, I don't feel sorry for you all one bit because of that decision right there. I don't see the I don't see the reason why I let go of Case Keenan for Kirk Cousins in the first place. I don't see the reasoning. Really, I don't. Because y'all go win some games, but y'all can't win enough games to go to playoffs. I thought this was your season to finally go to the playoffs, but every season, y'all just about average. Like, y'all have the right amount of receivers, the right amount of running backs, defensive players, and y'all still can't do the shit with that. What's up with that? You know? Y'all deserve... I don't see y'all getting better no time soon. Because y'all made the dumbest decision and let go with Case Keenan for freaking Kirk Cousins. Who got, who got traded for from the Redskins? At least it was called the Washington Redskins back then. Huh? Come on, man. Do better. Anyways, that's it, that's it for my takeoff for today's episode. And I hope you guys really enjoyed. And, uh... What I will be doing here for since now the NFL season is now over. And the truth is, I'm not really much of an NBA fan. But I think I'm going to have to be watching some NBA games and start talking about it. And how things will be going forward for the future. And I, by the way, I did watch like the, some of the All-Star games. You know, I did see like Curry is getting this shine. 50 points in the in a All-Star game. Shooting all sorts of trees all over the place. And even across Anthony Towns win the uh, three-point contest and so forth. I can't remember who won the dunk contest because dunk contest, eh, it was sort of like boring to me. There's hardly any new elements. I did saw one or two new elements. They tried to add in there to it, but it was like, yeah, I don't feel it no more. Like how I used to no more. You know what I'm saying? So I just accepted how it is. In whatever the case may be. But, but... I will be talking about the NBA, and I have to be watching some NBA games from here forward, especially when I keep up with um, my content of my channel, of course. So, there you go. And also, I'll probably be talking about some YouTube boxing as well. I'm not sure if anyone would be interested in hearing that, but, you know, I will be talking about that in, in later on in the future with it. Not, in, in what's going on for Saturday coming up? Deji versus Alex Wasabi, USA versus uh, the UK um, boxing fight was going to be happening tomorrow. In fact, as of right now, 
of this recording is happening on Friday night. So the fight is going to be happening tomorrow, Saturday. It's going to be very interesting. And just in case you don't know both Deji and Alex Wasabi, both of them are YouTubers. Deji is probably be more famous than Alex Wasabi because Deji is having more um, subscribers than him. And also from his brother KSI, he also bring him out there as well too, you know what I'm saying? So his brother has more of the shine in the in the YouTube world. In fact, his brother KSI is the most subscribed black YouTuber right now. And obviously, Deji's probably like second or so, second, third, whatever. I haven't really too sure about who's in the rankings of YouTubing, but whatever the case may be. But just know that KSI right now is the most I'm the subscribed black YouTuber in the world right now. And this little brother's going to be fighting tomorrow. USA versus the UK. It should be very exciting, guys. And peace out and enjoy. Have a nice, wonderful day, everyone. I'll see you guys in the next episode. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.